Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. I'm Shane. Oh, this is episode 19. Sorry for Saturday, January 10th, 2015. Happy New Year, everyone. As always, we have joining us, Matt, since that's a picture I see right now. Yeah, because Tony's video is not working yet. It feels really good to be back here. Ah, good. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Sorry we took as long as we did to get back back at it, but here we are, raring to go. Hello. Tony, Tony, you there too? I'm here, but no, I don't have a video on this computer. Oh, that's too bad. Well, yeah, our, our listeners okay. obviously can't see anyway. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's right. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah. Tony, you look like an open book with an egg on it in Skype. It looks great. Ooh. Nice. Keep it that Is way. Is that what it looks like? <laughs> it does. <laughs> There's some more obscene little, things I could say, but I, I figured I'd keep it PG. A little That's portrait a icon there. I don't know All if right. they rate podcasts. Like, can you? I mean, we don't usually say anything negative in it or you know, swearing, no. but. Well, they do. Uh, it's either explicit or clean, I guess. That's oh, that's, that's true. the rating. Yeah. So, it's music. Um, oh. So, is Apple forced to listen to us, or is that something that we have a, a box that we just tick and say we're explicit? I think. I think they just listen to like the first episode or something when they when you first register the uh, RSS or something. <laughs> Sweet, so we're golden. Yeah, yeah, they listen to or, our first one. Now we can do whatever we want. Or until they have someone complain about us. Oh crap! That's right. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, what are you guys up to? Oh, I think a lot's happened since the last time we uh, recorded. Yeah, apologies for our little hiatus there, but uh, you know, at the same time as. <laughs> Less of a hiatus than uh, Wildernet, probably. <laughs> anyway, well, that's true. I was gonna say we we uh, this is episode nineteen. I would have said had we have uh, not had the holidays happen, um, this would have been the longest that uh, that the Nice Guy Network uh, had gone with episodes. But but uh, Wildernet just recorded the other day, and that was also episode nineteen. So this is not officially. Uh, the the furthest along episode but uh maybe the next one crap we should do one a day for the next week <laughs> just to catch yeah. up you guys drinking anything uh i was gonna say this evening but it's actually uh the afternoon for a change what you got there i have got a goose island uh 312 urban wheat ale wheat it's quite nice. tasty wheat urban yes. wheat. wheat a wheel wheat in beer awesome. <laughs> tony um, I was just having a little bit of Merlot, uh, what was left from yesterday. So, I have a Guinness Blonde American Lager. There you oh, go. is that good? Tastes pretty good, yeah. Oh, same for me. Roommates bought it, so I hope they're okay with that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In that case, Sounds save good. two for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, save them all, Shane. <laughs> nice. Anywho, shall we? Yes. Flying car prototype could get you to work faster than a Jetsons episode. 
This is according to Mashable, which I think that's one we use fairly frequently. And I'll admit right up front, this is kind of an older article now. This is from the end of October, but I still found it uh, pretty interesting. So it is this Slovakian startup Aeromobile. Uh, Aeromob- Aeromobile? I guess that's the company. And uh, this is the, the model is the Aeromobile 3.0. It's designed by Stefan Klein, founder of the Department of Transport Design at the Academy of Fine Arts. Arts, the Academy of Fine Arts is what I was trying to say there. Um, yes, sorry, we lost signal for a moment, but now I'm using Safari again, which uh, because Chrome is weird on my Mac for some reason, and it takes up a lot of resources. Okay, so, uh, so this Stefan Klein has been working on this since 1989, but it didn't uh, become a reality until about 2010, apparently, and uh, you know. Flying cars, it's an interesting thing because it's something we were, quote-unquote, promised since, what, uh, early 90s or probably even sooner. Uh, we had, well, yeah, I suppose, 85 was Back to the Future. And <laughs> Back to the Jetsons Future. Jetsons was probably even before that, 2015, no. I have no idea. When was when did the Jetsons actually air? Probably still have, has something out there for Jetsons cartoons, but... Late uh, 80s, was old early when I was 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it must have been, like, the 2000s. That Hanna-Barbera stuff seems older for some reason. Wasn't that like 70s or... I don't know. Their intro just was dated. I think it was probably dated when it came out. That could be. They need to rebrand. So <laughs> it is It is a blue and white vehicle. There's wings that fold in and out on it. And from what I can tell from the video that they played, um, it is. it has a single propeller in the back. You can see two people... It operate, operate, operates, operates off standard gas, <laughs> not standard gas mask, Matt. Uh, <laughs> I think Tony did that one. I might have done that one. <laughs> uh, it needs about 200 meters or 650 feet to take off and only 50 meters or 164 feet to land. I forgot to put land in there. Uh, and it can go up to 124 miles per hour. Hopefully you don't take it that fast, but in the air. I, you know what's funny is I... It, I don't know if it, I don't think it actually said how fast it goes in the air. <laughs> I'm guessing it goes faster. It has to go faster in the air, right? Did, did the article use metric system for everything except for the uh, the speed? Yeah, I found that interesting too. It did. <laughs> it didn't mention. That's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. That's hmm. mashable for you, I guess. Hmm. But that's about it. Uh any any other comments? I'm still baffled by that metric versus uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Material. I'm trying to think if we'll ever actually get to flying cars. Yeah, like, I don't know like if it's trauma. practical. You know, like, I mean, you need to have some sort of system in space. And by, and by space, I just mean in the higher altitude. Of you know, like, if you, you think know, about like it. Lanes or something. What's the, I mean, what's the distinguishing factor between uh, a, a flying car and, and just, uh, you know, a plane or, or a helicopter for that matter? I feel like if your goal is to have something that hovers around and you know, can just take off right where it stands, then that's a helicopter pretty much. But <laughs> or a Harrier jet, you know? But yeah. um yeah, I don't know. This this flying car is pretty much a plane that can also <laughs> be a vehicle. <laughs> that that can also a white, I make road. a flying car when you know you can just make a smaller plane. Yeah. So I don't know. I hear you. I'm not quite so sure what what the advantage is. Exactly. I mean, if you're really into flight, I totally get it. 
but I could see if you're in a rural area and you have a lot of land and you just you know want to putz around maybe, but putz around. Know. I don't know if I see <laughs> this putz around your flying car. Yeah, maybe more of a hobby. I don't know if I see it this should it in should the totally city. Simp- it, it should totally simplify uh, Apple Maps though. Just think about what it just says head north, <laughs> or That's just true. go straight in this direction. Yeah, it could be just I pretty like- much a compass. It would be nice. But then if everybody started doing it, then we would need some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of organization of lanes and in 3D or, you know, like get off here, get off there. So you wouldn't run into each other. I think that might be a little bit more complicated, though. Be like Coruscant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You need some kind of system of air traffic control. System. That's it. Exactly. And then you would system. need that with your body of air traffic control or not what we have now. Or don't people just fall asleep? God, that know? reminds no, me of the, uh, the one of the last episodes of Breaking Bad that I saw was the. Oh, is it spoilers? Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't Ooh. say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, but yeah. according to uh, the, the creator, Vince Gilligan, it's two weeks is the spoiler limit on that one. Anyway, just watch the show. It's pretty sweet. Yes. It's on Netflix. <laughs> All right, Matt, take it away. <laughs> All right. This one's from uh, Gizmodo. Uh, this spinal implant is letting paralyzed rats walk again. Uh, so they've actually had uh, paralyzed rats with a severed spinal cord. Wow. They have uh, it's kind of an implant. I, I think the uh, generally the implants get rejected by the body, but this one is is working. They said they used uh, uh, the the key was I guess some kind of flexible cable and uh, the same exact flexibility as the uh, the normal body would have at that point. So uh, they've kind of just bridged the gap of where that the, the spinal cord has been severed, uh, and then the rats can start walking again. So uh, I'm sure this you know this is kind of probably a, a crude way of of connecting them back. You know. I'd imagine that there's a lot to it, but uh, this is kind of cool. They, uh, you know, the first step in, uh, you know, someone gets paralyzed, kind of uh, reattaching that, or you know, getting the communication back between uh, uh, that that spot where it's severed. So pretty cool stuff. Cyborg rats. Coming, coming <laughs> it didn't to make your... them stronger or anything. It just kind of gave them uh, back some of uh, what they lost. Wow, that's wow. And I'm not usually one to uh, to say something's cruel to animals or something, but. That kind of seems <laughs> you're intentionally breaking their spines. Is that what they were doing first? I'm assuming that would be the best way to get test candidates. Oh, my God. But let's just hope that no rats were harmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wishful thinking. Or they Couldn't let them test keep it the implants. Like, okay, we're going to break your spine, but, you know, we're going to fix it, and we'll let you keep it for however kidding. long rats live for. That's probably why they chose rats. I mean... It's kind of hard to get emotionally attached to a rodent like that. I mean, if they had picked like puppies or something. Oh my god! <laughs> that's probably the next specifically stage, right? puppies. Yeah. Well, maybe not puppies. But... Yeah, you got to get to a bigger animal. So puppies is the next logical step. Let's start uh, testing on them. It is questionable with animals. I'm sure someone will probably hear that and think, "Oh," but you know, I do like the fact, like you know, maybe this will definitely help people that couldn't walk before. Maybe, maybe walk it's someday. definite. Maybe, maybe definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, it's definitely good for that reason. Don't get me wrong there. It's good for humans. Terrible for rats. <laughs> yeah. If you're a rat, you may want to steer clear of this. Although you will you can, regain. Yeah, don't, you don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. All righty. 
Tony, yes. you want to talk about your article then? Sure. Mine is from uh, it's it's a unofficial Apple blog. It's t u a w dot com. Tua. Ooh. Uh, it's called Mounty, an inexpensive and innovative way to attach an iPhone or iPad to your Mac. And um, this was, um, I believe, it was demoed at, um, or at least talked about at CES, which is the consumer electronics show that was going on, I believe, this past week, uh, in um, in uh, Las Vegas. And uh, kind of what it does, it's a clip that goes on your uh, your MacBook Pro with your, and it and attaches your um, either your iPad Mini or your iPhone. And um, it's from a company called Ten One Design, and um, it should ship uh, early February uh, for twenty four ninety nine. And um, I don't know, I kind of thought it was nice because sometimes when I, before I had an iPad, I don't have one right now, but when I was on my Mac, I just thought like um, there might be some things I kind of want to copy over, but I, um, you know, I don't want to get it up, you know, both screens up on my, uh, on my uh, laptop, uh, switching back and forth, but having, you know, some two screens I can see at the same time um, makes it easier to copy. Um, I thought it's kind of a small little gadget. You can get it in blue or green, but while you're using the device, you don't really see what color it is. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what do you guys think of this? Yeah, I, so this is probably the single smallest <laughs> piece of technology. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. That contact lens one, maybe, but oh, that's true. This comes close. <laughs> Such a Cheaper. simple thing. It's like it's like a bag clip or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, it's a two-way clip, though. Is I guess is the difference there. Yeah, and I don't think it works on the regular size iPad. I believe it's just the mini. And you can do either landscape or portrait mode, um, the mini and the uh, the iPhone. Uh, I say so. It, it's mentions. <laughs> Did iPad you guys Air. catch the image there? He's got uh, on his oh, MacBook. Maybe. He's got a TPS report, and then he's watching Game of Thrones on the, uh, the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I should not. Nice. There it is. Yes, that's nice. And it does look like it does work with the regular iPad. Now I'm, I'm actually on Ten uh, One Design.com's website. Or the Air specific. The Air. That's what it is. The Air One, the Air Two, and the iPad. So mini. not. Yeah. Not uh, anything. Prior to that, would have been too thick, I guess. Yeah, I would. Yeah, the I have an iPad too, which was my original yeah. one, and that thing is just a beast compared to the iPad uh, Air two. Uh, just it feels like a big brick. Yeah, so, I can't yeah, believe I with the with the iPad uh, one and two. I, th- I think that was the same uh, basic form factor, right? On that one. Yeah, they were pretty pretty similar. I'm it was weight yeah. wise. I think when I when I look back at that, I can't believe how much uh, padding or margin area is surrounding the screen. <laughs> It looks huge to me now, looking back. Yeah, going back to it, 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 the screen looks terrible. It's, I mean, it's, I don't know. It was a beautiful device when it came out, but now yeah, compared true. to what we've got now, it, it looks very, like it's 10 years old. Well, it's kind of like, um, uh, it's the opposite for me right now with looking back at an iPhone 5 or 5S. How, because I'm on the Plus, it is, I'm not kidding, it's, I, I sound like I'm bragging every time I I say it. I swear, but it it I I can't believe how small the five <laughs> looks now. It's crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've heard this multiple times, and I think I think it's. Uh, then my friend sent me an article or or whatever it was about someone saying the same thing about uh, about that, and I think while they stated that you wouldn't be able to go back, I kind of feel like it's the opposite, where you could just get used to a smaller display again, and then and then. Eventually, you'd you'd think that the bigger phone looks big again. But anyway, tangent. I actually found my iPhone four today when I was uh, cleaning the house, and it is tiny. Uh, I kind of I like the five, the the size of it. I'm on a six right now. The yeah. six actually it doesn't feel as big as I thought it would feel. It feels feels natural already, so that's good. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. Even 
even when I still had my five and I uh, saw someone's 3GS, I was like, holy cow, that thing is looks ancient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't know. Maybe that just back, says something about me. Uh, just back to the article about the. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go ahead. Bringing go it on. back to the uh, the actual article here. Uh, my my only problem with the the Mountie is that there's no uh, there's no really good way to use your iPad as like a second display. Like I would love if I could have the Mountie attached to my uh, MacBook and then you, know, you kind of use it as a dual monitor, like at a coffee shop or something. Uh, but I don't know the technology they've got right now. Uh, I think Air Display. There's a couple of apps, but they all go through Wi-Fi, and they just seem very slow. Mm. Um, it's not. Oh yeah. Really, you wouldn't ever use this as like a, a second desktop, just because it it it, it is really. Well, technology is just not there yet. I want to say that the newer iPads are are better with that faster, but I could be wrong. With the yeah the Air uh, what is it called AirPlay, I, I think. Maybe on the your iPad, it's probably pretty slow. But uh, am I wrong? Are, are you even able to do it? Oh, I've got an Air 2 right now. Oh. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not talking yet. Not, this is uh, not AirPlay where you're mirroring your, uh, you, you, I guess. You want to use something as a second desktop for your yeah. MacBook so you, Pro, right? You need an app for that. It's, there's the one that I used before was called Air Display mm-hmm. uh, to use it as like a second, you know, second monitor. Hmm. But yeah, it's, it's just the, the technology is just not there yet. Yeah, it'd be nice if you could just kind of hardwire it in, uh, just connect it through USB or something to your laptop, and I'm well, sure they that talk, on this are, on this article they talk about a duet display. I'm not uh, app, which I I think it's supposed to uh, yeah. allows you to use your iPad or iPhone as an extra display. Um, it's fifteen that, bucks on the App Store. Is that what you've I'm, tried, Matt? Or no, this else? is uh, just uh, they're kind of referencing this on the article t- as well. Yeah. Um, just so you can kind of use it. Um, but, yeah, I, I, there are times, and this is more of, like, if you, you know, you get something up on your iPhone, your iPad, and you kind of want to keep it on that screen while you're on your Mac and do whatever work on it, but also kind of referencing back there. But I think what Matt's talking about is an actual, like, uh, dual monitor where you can kind of move things over, maybe, like, oh yeah, seamlessly, like you can on a desktop, like maybe on a Windows PC where you're, you're going back and forth on two different monitors. Oh, uh, do it display it, claims it can do it to... Yeah, second... Uh, yeah, this is a. Fi- I don't know. I just clicked on it here, and it's yeah. Um, it Supposedly kinda... sixty frames a second Retina display. I. Ooh. <clears throat> I want to check that one out. I. And this could be something maybe what you're thinking about. Yeah, something like that. Although the the one that I tried just did it over Wi-Fi. This one supposedly works through through a uh, thirty pin cable, which. Uh, oh. I don't know if that is possible. How does that work? I thought <laughs> uh, I thought Apple had locked that stuff down. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't pretty good reviews, you know, five stars, but I don't know. Well, maybe you have to get the Apple branded connector. Yeah. Because they have, I don't know. I know they have the AV cables, but I don't know if they do. That's interesting. So I'm guessing they're just talking about the 30-bin connector to uh, USB. Huh. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Well, huh, might be worth trying. Maybe we could do a uh, XP boost. There you on go. This, uh, yeah, display. Let's do it. Sometimes yeah, do it. That's true. I uh, oh, yeah, I was also gonna was also gonna mention. I I don't know for sure. If I had to guess, I know we kind of talked about the pronunciation beforehand of this place, but <laughs> of this uh, website. But I don't know if it's Fr- if it's French. It's probably Trois or something like that. But oh, that could I, be. I do like how the and I'm not trying to call you out, Tony. <laughs> Just, That's, no, you can call it's me. More out. for it's the only more way for citing more for uh, making sure we're citing the right. Uh, the right place here but sure. um 
it's uh it does have the the accent above the u with the apple leaf i I wanted to point that out i thought that was kind of clever so it is a uh, unofficial apple web blog yes yeah cool cool man I'd... And also with a ten one design, they actually make styluses for the iPads. Oh, um, I've just I'm just on their website right now. That's that's primarily what they've been doing. I might Pogo, have to consider Pogo this. Connect, some other styluses, Megas Air, Megas Mini, or Pogo Gadget Pogo. One. And they also make that like that like clear joystick for your uh, your um, iPad too that you can suction cup to it for a gaming device. Oh, sweet. So some other things they've done, but yeah. All right. Thanks much, peeps. Mm-hmm. XP boost. Did I just say peeps? Good grief. <laughs> it's not Easter this... yet. That's ter- that terrible. <laughs> this. Uh... <laughs> you can say that again. Jeez, it is. This on, week's James, xp boost yeah i guess it's been a while but uh let's just say this week's xp boost we are talking about paper shredders and matt and i matt and my experience with them and uh just since you're listed first matt why don't we have you uh discuss the paper shredder that you've used all right uh i've got a dynex dxps 12 cc <laughs> it was just a 75 dollar paper shredder at uh, best buy um yeah, not much to say about it. It shreds uh, credit cards, <laughs> CDs. <laughs> this is going to go quick. It's a paper and, shredder. Uh, uh. I supposedly up to 12 uh, sheets of paper at a time. Uh, nice. I actually think I've had it for over a year now. I think it's kind of a beast. It's it's held up pretty well. I I pretty much shred every piece of mail that comes into the house now after I've uh, you know, taken a look at it, read it, and you know, whatnot. <laughs> not just sure. feed it right in there, but after I've <laughs> kind of processed my mail, I always shred everything. So it, it's it's shredded a lot of junk over the, the year or so that I've had it. Um, it does the cross shredding. Uh, I think it, it goes to about an inch by you know, maybe a quarter inch, so little tiny rectangles that it, it shreds it into. Um, I wish it was a little bit smaller, uh, but that's kind of my biggest gripe with it. Other than that, it's, I think it's kind of a tank. Uh, you know, 12 at a time, you know, it'd be nice to shove a whole big stack in there, but uh, you know, I don't know what kind of... Uh, cost that would be to have more than 12 sheets but uh yeah i don't know pretty happy with it the bin could be a little bit bigger but uh, i don't want some monstrous uh thing here uh it's probably about i don't know maybe foot and a half tall foot wide 10 inches deep sweet yeah. nice pretty pretty nice little uh, unit there so what is that bucks i think I'm, I'm i've definitely gotten my money worth out of it what does it do in the way of uh how well it cuts uh, slices and dices, I should say. <laughs> oh yeah, it just does those rectangular squares, about a quarter inch by one inch. Um, or like diamond shaped, or oh, nope, rectangles. It's not di- so it's oh, just interesting. Kind of uh, you know. So used to diamond cut now. I'd, I'd really, yours is diamond cut. How does uh, well, that? mine's okay. Well, we'll get to mine in a second here, oh. but <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I I just feel like most of the shredders I've seen nowadays are are at least diamond cut, but. So it's just standard rectangles. That's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting how crummy your shredder That's is. That's standard. No, no. I, I, I thought I, don't... I had a pretty good shredder here. Is that not. standard? It's time to buy a new one. I thought <laughs> I'd, standard I'd was just like the, uh, just, you know, it just shreds it down, all the lines, you know, like not really make little rectangles. That's kind of, I like that. The crisscross and. Crisscross. Um, is that what they do now? I, I guess I haven't really. Oh, well, crisscross does make you want to jump, jump. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's right. <laughs> very true. Very true. 
this rut. Yeah, I kind of thought the, the the rectangles would be, you know, the, the standard. I didn't know they had a, a diamond cut, so I'm about to get schooled in shredders here. Possibly. <laughs> I'm looking to learn something. Well, unlike Matt, I am all about the larger uh, sized shredders here. <laughs> um, because my biggest, the biggest thing when I went paper shredder shopping, uh, the biggest thing I was looking for was having a big pull-out basket. And this one is 6.7 gallons, which is not actually the biggest I've seen necessarily, but... Uh, that sounds huge, but looking at mine, I'm probably, you know... Yours is four, man. I have yours up. Oh, really? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so stop talking. Tony, you just... <laughs> so this is an Amazon Basics 12-sheet high-security micro-cut paper CD and credit card shredder with pull-out basket. And I just, just now wrote down the model number. It is an A model number AU1240MA, which I don't know if you need to look it up that way. You, you can, I guess, but uh shouldn't be hard to find on Amazon. This is not a diamond cut. This is a micro-cut security level 4 rated, whatever that means. <laughs> Sounds good though. It's, it does sound very impressive. <laughs> Ooh, four. Unless five is bad, you know, five. There really is bad. no level yeah, four. Yeah, if, if one's like the best. Or yeah. yeah, yeah, that wouldn't be yeah. good. Um, but it it shreds six feet per minute, which is kind of an interesting stat there. Yeah, uh, it's still slow. Like if you had a you know eight and a half by eleven, that's only six sheets a minute, roughly. Maybe six and a half. So it might not be the fastest out there or anything. This is maybe still faster than a printer or, I don't know, maybe even a scanner. And it's funny because I think our last episode we actually talked about scanners, and I mentioned something about paper shredder somewhere on there, and I kind of think this is a nice <laughs> transition. <laughs> Just Sometimes. a feet per minute. <laughs> this, is the thing, it... this is the thing you use after you scan your documents in, right? <laughs> yeah. Feet yes. per minute. Yeah, that is kind of funny. I mean, I guess it makes sense because you're not always, you know, nothing's things that you shred are normally like envelopes and stuff like that. It's not always in the, you know, one sheet as in an eight and a half by eleven. But so feet, I guess it, it it's the only thing that makes sense. But yeah, it's odd. So apparently, that six point seven gallons can hold six hundred sheets of paper, uh, which is, I think that's a fair amount. If I had to guess, and I tell you, I, I've been using the thing now for, a, I would say probably good three or four months something like that and i think it's half full maybe so oh. and that's with three you know two other roommates so i think that's pretty impressive the uh oh, you haven't filled it up yet no no i think it's maybe it's a little above halfway now but i think it's pretty does a pretty good job there and you know the micro cut it, it cuts it even finer than than even the the diamond cut would um mm -hmm. or cross cut whatever they is that the one yours? Is yours cross-cut? Um, I think it's con technically cross-cut, but, uh, you know, so as in it doesn't just do the whole long strips of paper. It, it kind of cross-cuts it every to. inch. I'm used to the long paper. Like, oh, yeah. That's 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 they have one. Terrible. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm still kind of maybe looking for one, too, but I kind of want the one where you could put, like, a math book in it. <laughs> Industrial shredder. Well, I just, How many math well, I, books do you have to shred? I, I'm not math books, but I just I, I'm I don't not have math fear books. of you know something jamming, and I had that before, at least with Shane's old one, and I don't want to do that again. 
I think he had to get another one because I. Was... I had a couple, yeah. I, well, I, <laughs> still, I do still have this like one. It's on par with burning a book. I wouldn't say book, but I did get a little crazy. I think um, a Coors Life box I threw in there once. I could probably. I have. I still have this one. If you want this one, Tony, actually. The broken one? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the broken one. <laughs> At any rate, uh, this the so it is uh, seventeen by. 13.4 by 24.3 inches and 25.8 pounds. Oh, that's weird. Was, my, oh, shipping weight is 28.6 pounds. I see. Okay. <laughs> Get a little bit extra with that box and and uh, general material. Three pounds of packaging? Uh, apparently. That's great. <laughs> Heavy bubble wrap. Go Amazon. Almost. So it is 99.99 or, you know, if you're a human being, uh, that's a hundred dollars. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> if you have to and, shred your math book and just round it up to a hundred. Well, it's not. It's not about a math book. It's more about everything. It, it always jams, and I don't like it. And I get those stupid credit card with the, those those little things in the mail with the fake credit card in it, and I just want to just shred the whole thing, and then it jams. Uh, well, I would highly recommend this. One. I mean, that's, <laughs> such that's a simple right. solution. That was well, that's, that's, that's and, what I want something that like is almost overkill, so I don't have to worry about it. It's more about like the the value for me is not having to worry about something like that just jamming, you know, with credit cards like those. You got to worry about putting your hand in there at that point. So well, at, yeah, the, no, that's a good, that's a valid point. But you know, they could have some, you know, safeguards, and I'm sure oh, they I will have say. some that are that bad. But I know I'll probably be thinking about price then if I get to that bad. This one you does know. have a pretty nice safeguard on it. It seems to keep fingers well out of there. Cause, and at first, it's a little bit confusing because it seems like it's hard to slide things in there because of it. Because it's not just the slot's not just facing upwards. It's kind of it has like a lip over the top of it. They have to sort of slide it sideways in, which I don't curve down then or something like that. Oh, mine's got a lip too. I think that that might be standard. Yeah, yeah. I think they do that for security. Yeah, they would be able to do that. I don't mind it now. I think it works pretty well. So. Um, but I would highly recommend this one. Uh, definitely, and this—I don't know if this is the first time. I th- maybe have I done a five out of five before? Because I'm going to give this one five stars. Do we have a point system? Have we done five? If you like in an earlier podcast, well, like have, one yeah. out of ten, you gave it an eight. And now you're doing no, five out of no. Five. I'm doing five. I've done five because Matt good, likes good. five. Just curious. <laughs> Matt likes five, not ten, not a hundred. <laughs> That's right. I remember we had a big thing about that. <laughs> well, I think idea. sometimes I think a hundred is more accurate. <laughs> Um, I would, yeah, I'm looking I'd, for one. So yeah, I'd, I'd probably give mine a five out of. Uh, I got mine. Uh, I, I checked it out. I got it in February 15, 2013. So it, it's coming up on two years old. Seventy five bucks. Uh, I definitely feel it was worth the money, and it, it's been performing like a champ. So. Wow. Well, I do not think I would give it a five. <laughs> <laughs> not having I seen it. For, for twenty five dollars more, you could get the one that weighs twenty five pounds. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I want to get one right now. You guys got to give me your best pitch on why I should go with yours. Matt's winning because his is cheaper. Go. 25 bucks cheaper? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> is that your nah. only argument? That <laughs> I just gave all my arguments. Oh, no. With Shane's, he, he put a price of $99.99. I just rounded mine up to 75 You don't even have to have a math book to figure out that I've, I've probably already done the rounding for you. <laughs> Boom. I'm just listing Amazon's <laughs> official price. I think my math price. book went away with Shane's old one. Yeah. I still that's can't. In hindsight, that's pretty hilarious that you did that. But <laughs> I used yours for everything because I thought it was so cool to use a shredder. And, but then again, to... in hindsight, why did we need to put that in? 
We didn't need to do anything back so then. So you were just with the right. shredder. Now I feel a little bit more paranoid about with credit cards. But you guys have actually shredded a math book? No. No, no, no Tony put that things. Coors light box through. It wasn't oh. the first Coors light box. I would break it up first, <laughs> and then I just put it in. But it was like different things. I'm like, oh, I don't want to just put this in the actual trash. It's going to take up room, and then someone's going to have to take out the trash a little bit sooner than later. Yeah. So I'm like, well, there's this perfectly good shredder right there. Nice. Did you write your social security number on the uh, Coors Light box? <laughs> I did not, but that's a good point. I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't need to do that at all. <laughs> but like, yeah, anything I get in the mail now, if it has my name on it, have a, if it has my address, I do want to shred it. And I do have a big pile of stuff to be shredded, and I have taken it to work before to shred, but... I- I do think I do that, shredder, get one. that shredder was probably... <laughs> you put your name on your math book. ...much cheaper. <laughs> but I would like a... They make they make shredders for hard drives, you know. Math book's not unheard of, but like an actual hard drive. Yeah, it's actually just think about called that a shredder. Just precautions for those. That sounds like a mulcher or, you know, something mm-hmm. worse. Uh, it's like those, uh, what is it, Blendtec blenders or something. Yeah, they, <laughs> Does I, it blend? Well, I'm sure yeah, they have different yeah. services that you just give mm-hmm. them your stuff and they'll shred it for you but uh yeah definitely you know i'm i'm in the market for one someday soon for my math book it's collecting right. dust <laughs> oh i'm just kidding tony does not like math <laughs> yeah it does feel so wrong to burn it might as well just shred it yeah that's what i i also do that too in my fireplace when i'm starting a fire i've got stuff <laughs> burning documents it's all the time not not a math book but like you know old, you know it's it's just junk mail that you know, you don't want to just throw out. You actually just want to tear it up or do you, you want, want to throw up, break it. All right. Well, so <laughs> sorry we got off on a bit of a tangent there, but you know, there you go. I think that's yeah. the right phrase now. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got of... off on a tangent. Yeah. <laughs> off on. Not, what is it? Off tangent? <laughs> off tangent. There yeah. you go. And I'm second guessing you. That's fine. Matt? Well, <laughs> well, no, uh, no write-ins uh, this week. But if you'd like to reach us, you can find us at niceguynetwork.com/techies. Please, very, please, please. Sounds like we're begging, but we are. Uh, leave us a rating on iTunes. Uh, you can find us by searching for Techies Podcast or by visiting that website I just listed. And then uh, we're also on Stitcher. Our email address is techiespodcast at gmail.com. We're on facebook.com slash techiespodcast and on Twitter at techiespodcast. Silent pause. Yes. Well, I think that should about do it. Is there anything? Oh, well, I was also going to say niceguynetwork.com for all their... The other podcasts we do on the network, some more frequently than others. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, if you've shredded any book before in the past, we'd like to hear about it. We'd That's love to hear point. about it. And what you used. That's right. Very good. I can't very be the good. only one out there, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> How many math books have you shredded? <laughs> nail a math book to a tree and just use an axe. That's right. Sounds like a lot of work. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Thanks for holding out as long as you have. Uh, I guess that's it. And uh, until next time, tech are easy. Please hang up and try again. Math book. <laughs>